Hey, you believe in karma? Um, yeah, absolutely. What do you believe about karma? What do I believe about karma? Are we getting into like Buddhist type of karma or? I don't know. Just karma in general. When you, when someone says, or you say you believe in karma, what do, what do you see that as? I'm a little bit stitious. Um, obviously not superstitious, but we're both baseball fans, right? Mm -hmm. We believe in those types of things. Mm -hmm. I believe, uh, you know, if you're, if you're an asshole, the universe is going to make you pay for it at some point. Yeah. What about good karma? You think that's a thing too? Yeah. Yeah. Same, same as, uh, same principle. Same principle. You do asshole things. Universe is going to make you pay for it. You're a good person. I believe uh, universe will be kind to you. Do you think that people who do shitty things, that that karma is on their mind? I don't know. Should be. Mm -hmm. But I know for some it's not. They just, they just go about life oblivious. Welcome back to another episode of the Taco Corp Fantasy Football League Podcast. And I am your host, Nate. You can find us on all the socials at Taco Corp Pod. That is going to be YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Just look up Taco Corp Pod. You'll find us there. Today, I'm joined again by Tony. How the hell's it going, Tony? Bright and early for you. Late and early for me here in Vegas as I did not sleep last night. That's insane. A B. I just finished my coffee, so I'm awake, recharged. Am I? I had a question. Am I a guest on back-to-back -back Taco Corp episodes? You are back-to-back, -back like Drake. If if that's the case, I'm honored. Uh, happy to be here. Excited to get through what you have planned. And Nate, we have to dig into the archives. But have you ever had anyone on back-to-back? Back-to-back. I don't know, man. Maybe you last time, some last year, sometime, but. I don't typically do that. I like to, you know, last year I was doing the solo one in the midweek and recapping. So I don't think so. But as far as guests, maybe. Um, but I don't know. I tried to try to move it around a lot. Everybody got schedules and stuff like that. So, yeah, for sure. You keep us on our toes. But if you have, it's rare having mm -hmm. people on back to back. And I'm pretty sure I'm the co-host now. So I got a quick question. Won't take long. You good? Yep. As the co-host, what are my powers when it comes to changing the SACO rules for this league? Um, I don't know, man. Like, so that's a difficult question. It's a difficult answer. Um, there's a lot of things that the league has to look into, you know, when it comes to our CB, CBA and the owners, which would be me. I am the owner and I am also the CBA. So I don't know if I'm ready to call you my co-host. You're just the guy who's on the podcast more regularly than anybody. And I was looking through the old podcast titles and i do have an episode called mr steal your co-host where i brought on matt from yours because you guys were talking something or whatever like that and i brought on matt to be the co-host so maybe one day we'll get some real talent on here matt will join us again but uh, for now you have no rights to do anything within this league other than suck and continue to suck and never win a championship so and we're not bringing up the stuff from the past saying that's like saying so-and-so won so many afl football championships before Super Bowl one. No one gives a shit. So we don't count those. Yeah, that's all that's all that is. That's a good mix between a political answer and couple insults, couple jabs in there. I like it. That's good. 
Yeah, we're more worried about, you know, clearing out student loan debt and, you know, and doing student loan debt forgiveness that we promised, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So um, <laughs> it's never going to happen is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because I did it. So I want you to get the three time. You can battle Jason in 58 West King for three time trophy winners, right? I don't know what I, I think that having the sack go three times is way more valuable than having three championships people remember your sackos people don't give a shit if you won a championship They're, you know that is true i don't want to talk about jason and his three titles yeah no one wants to talk about it but if someone in this league had three sackos i'd bring it up every every chance i got no one remembers what years that he got the he got the championships other than this last year but everybody remembers what you did for a sacko punishment right everybody remembers you drank a fireball and mayo shot which was kind of weak or whatever but you you did it Everybody remembers that you danced in the street in a dress. Everybody remembers that I jumped into a freezing ass creek mm-hmm. uh, doing a polar plunge. You know, everybody remembers that Wayne didn't pierce his belly button because he's a bitch after saying he would pierce his belly button, and that's why he's not in the league. And that's why we have to have Terrence and Matt in the league now. So, fair point. I'm still not going to agree with the sack of rules, but fair point. Yeah, it makes for good conversation and yeah. um, for you to get shut down again. So, <laughs> I'm used to it. Welcome to my world. Welcome to my world. <laughs> Anyways, we'll go over what's on the top of our mind. We'll uh, do a little manager on manager questions. We will go over our news and notes segment, but this week we're not going to do news and notes in the NFL. We are going to make some early predictions. So we're going to select our division winners. And then in future episodes, we'll go over what that looks like through the playoff picture and stuff like that too. We'll add that as part of the news and notes. We'll go over our um, we'll have a draft and then we'll cap out with rants and raves before leaving you with a banger of the week to get your week going. Top of mind, Tony, what's on the top of your mind? So this is going to align with an episode Matt and I likely already released, but it's being a supportive friend. You know, we're all getting older. Our friends list is likely diminishing, right? Uh, people move as we get older, people pass away, whatever. So at least our close friends, right? So I'm just trying to make a better effort to be a good friend, a supportive friend, a friend who's there for someone whose friends lists might be shrinking. That's what's been on my mind. Are you becoming emotionally available? Is that what I'm hearing right now? Not full-time, not full-time, but I'm making an effort to at least do it part-time. <laughs> I already got a job. <laughs> I work 48 hours a week. <laughs> oh, man, that's cool. Yeah. I like to hear that. Top of my mind, um, the Dodgers just for the first time this season. Sweep, sweep, sweep. They uh, have won eight games in a row. So three times this season, the Dodgers have won seven games in a row. This is the first time they've won eight in a row. It's kind of remarkable. Also, the Dodgers have the best record in Major League Baseball now with a winning percentage of 681. That is uh, one one thousandth better than the Yankees sitting at 680. And I think the Yankees have played four more games than the Dodgers. But first place is first place. It's the best right. team in baseball. Everybody understands that. I've done a, I was telling you the other day, Vegas has been interesting. I've spent a lot of cash that I shouldn't have spent. Um, but I did some pretty cool things. So I got to see Ludacris at the Tao pool party uh, last weekend. I saw Wiz Khalifa just this last weekend at the Dreyas pool party. I went to an Usher concert. Terrence came out. That was pretty cool. Walked around, did a bunch of stuff. He claims that we walked like, I don't know, a marathon and a half or something like that. And I was like, no way, man. We stayed on the same street. I get it's a lot of walking, but claiming like one day we 
we walked over 12 miles or something like that. I was like, I couldn't, I didn't believe it, but whatever he says it, he's got a little watch thing. We went and saw Call. It was his first Cirque du Soleil show. So we went and saw Call, which is pretty cool. It has like a mobile stage. So the stage actually inverts and goes straight up and down 90 degree from being whatever, right? It was, it was a dope show. It's one of my favorite ones. Let's see what else I did. Oh, uh, yesterday I went and watched Real Madrid and Barcelona at Allegiant Stadium. Oh, Allegiant Stadium, we gotta go. It's fucking, it's so sick, dude. Like, it's a nice stadium. It's right across from like Mandalay Bay. So, Niners Raiders play New Year's Eve. Hotels are very expensive, but I don't know if anybody's doing anything. Shout out Las Vegas. But yeah, so that was pretty cool. Terrence came out. Matt was thinking about coming out, ended up not making it. It's all good. We'll figure that out. I was looking forward to hanging out with him. I thought about driving down to LA uh, to go, you know, maybe go grab a burger or something like that with them. And then I was like, kind of wanted to just do something on my own. So mm -hmm. that's why I was like, oh, I'll go to Wiz Khalifa concert and I'll go see this soccer game. I am unstoppable at Madden right now. I just beat the shit out of Nick by like 50 points. It wasn't even a game. I think it was 21 nothing in the first quarter. I just got done off a heater. This is why I haven't slept. We are currently recording at 7.45 a.m. Pacific time. And I didn't sleep last night because I went on a heater on Madden. I'm currently on a five-game win streak. No big deal. And most of the games are ending, you know, before the first half. So if you're in our Madden league as well, I'll look out if you're listening to this because I'm going to beat the shit out of you. I think we play this year, Tony, and I see you racking up those stats with your quarterback trying to get MVP. Not worried about MVPs right now. We're just building out. I've got some youth. I've got to. I've got to get their stats up. So yeah. that's all that is. That's what I did. I was like, oh, my wide receivers at 99 now. I'm good <laughs> as a rookie. <laughs> like, yeah. Let me figure out this other shit. So let's see what else is on my mind. I got a lot of stuff on my mind. We'll get into it though, and like rants and raves and in these questions and stuff like that. So that's what's on my mind right now. Oh, I'm going back to Colorado this Friday. So it's going to be fun. We get to go home. The kids come home on Saturday. My oldest daughter, Tony, said she wants to go hang out with you guys. She missed her friend. So don't let her friend know that. That's her son. Uh, I don't need him getting fucking starry-eyed and shit. And neither my daughter. So He's ass. He wants to play Minecraft. He wants a game. He's ready. Yeah. So we might, uh, if you're not doing anything Saturday, we might come over. So. They get home. We'll give it a bath, eat. We got a grocery shop. I have no food in the house. So, yep. Got to get all that stuff ready for school on Monday. All right. Let's move on. Manager or manager. So, uh, this is a segment where it's kind of the basis of why we started the podcast for those guys who are new listeners to the show, where we really did this to get the 12 managers of our fantasy football league to get to know each other better, to enable us to talk more shit. And it's help. So uh, my question to you, Tony, and we were bringing this back just for this one segment. We used to do a whole segment on this, but I wanted to ask you, fuck, Mary kill. There's a story behind this. So I was sitting outside talking to some people here and we all got in this conversation, just random people I met, right? Some people from like Kentucky, Tennessee, Detroit, Atlanta or whatever. And this girl said, what's your horoscope to like everybody? So then she, I was like, oh shit, red flag, right? And then, um, so we got started talking about horoscopes left and right, and this will get into my rant and rave later on too. But then that, my fucking TikTok feed, tarot cards came back up on it. So I am pissed off at that. And then, uh, I just, I went to church yesterday. So anyways, FMK horoscopes, tarot cards, or God. 
Yeah, FMK, one of the longest running segments on your show and our show as well. I, I like seeing this. We haven't done it in a while, yeah. so thank you for bringing it back, reviving it from the dead. You're welcome. This is why I'm the host, because a co-host could never come up with these grand ideas for show segments and questions. <laughs> yeah. Horoscopes. I know these things are 100% made up bullshit, but they kind of remind me of fortune cookies. And fortune cookies, they're not really the greatest treat. They're supposed to be like a dessert, right, at the end of your meal. But mm -hmm. I don't mind them every once in a while. They're okay. So with horoscopes, I'm going to hit it, and I'm going to quit it. Okay? Okay. Next up is tarot cards. I'm not 100% sure what the hell these things are. I've only seen them in commercials. Uh, I don't have mm -hmm. TikTok, so it's not clogging up my feed. I am a fan of cards. I love spades, but I'm killing tarot cards. They're an unknown to me, and they, they scare me, to be quite honest. Mm -hmm. So, God, if you know me, you know I'm a skeptic. Uh, I question just about everything. So, I don't know if there is a God, but in the event that there is, I've got to marry him. And hopefully, by the time you publish this episode, that's still kosher in the United States, all right? Yeah. Yeah, we don't know if it's kosher. It might not be. Yeah, you're worried about it being kosher in the United States. you got to be worried about, about it being worried with God. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The Old Testament, New Testament, we don't know. What's he going to be when we get up there, right? We don't know. Yeah, we don't know, man. I don't want to find out. Yeah, I am. Um, horoscopes are interesting to me. So I took like an astronomy class um, before in school. And mm -hmm. they the first paragraph of my textbook was about how astrology and horoscopes are bullshit. Because <laughs> when those things were created, like things move in space. So by the time anybody who's alive currently or in the last like 200 years within the United States was not born under the sign that they are assigned to by the months or whatever like that. So it's yep. kind of bullshit, but chicks are into them. So what? I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm going to fuck them. Tarot cards are the fucking worst. So I'm going to marry God as well, because I don't want to do anything else and jeopardize my future after this. If there is one, I do believe there is one though. Let's just get that clear. So anyways, tarot cards are the fucking worst. And I talked to somebody about this sitting outside because I was asking them about tarot cards, right? Like, do you believe in that shit too or whatever like that? And they're like, yeah, I'm into it. And I was like, you know what? I feel like tarot cards give you hope because anybody who's going to give it to you a reading or something like that and the shit I see on TikTok is always about hope, about somebody coming back in your life or something good happening or you know, manifestations that you're not doing, that you're not doing anything to work towards or anything like that. It's just like, sit back, be patient, it's mm -hmm. coming, right? I feel like hope and wishing, like hopes and wishes are more dangerous to human beings than most narcotics. Like, at least with a narcotic, you know what you're getting and you know what you're doing and you have accountability for it. You don't have accountability for like sitting back and waiting for whatever to mm -hmm. reach out to you or this large sum of money to come to you somehow you know or whatever like that like that shit just puts you in a standstill i feel like to not do anything with your life to you know or whatever so hope and wishes are tarot cards and i'm gonna kill those smart your question for me my question for you who do you often compare yourself to so growing up, growing up, I idolized my brother, Steve. Like he was an athlete. He was like the ladies man, big man on campus, right? He was a white dude who played cornerback and was like fantastic at it, right? Like 
what is his name? Jason Seymour, Jason Seahorn. I forget his name. The dude used to play for the Giants, white cornerback. I forget his fucking name, but anyways, but my brother was kind of that. He was like a lockdown corner, like superstar athlete, you know, whatever. I always thought he was cool, looked up to him. And I do look up to him as a dad as well. He's a he's a great dad and stuff like that. I used I used to really heavily, but I found myself like comparing my life to other people's a lot, right? And like I, mm-hmm. I've talked about it on this show where I went through a bunch of dark shit and some some really tough times for myself. And a lot of it was just comparing my life to other people. And I just started really like I think it was one day I just looked in the mirror and was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Right? Like I see my i don't see myself as the person that i want to be or whatever like that so now it's just i compare myself to what i was and where i want to be right like if i'm comparing myself to my past it's like all right like am i doing the things that you know i'm not going back into old habits and traps and all this kind of stuff that put me into a fucked up mindset um that ended up having me hate myself right and then when I look at what I want to do in life or what I want to be or what I want to be remembered for, kind of what we talked about on the last podcast, right? And legacy, it's like, I compare myself to that image of that person. And that's like my way of like, all right, am I doing the shit or am I not? Right. And it's just all internal self-driven for me. So some Gary V stuff right there. I like it. I think I saw one of his recent posts. That's what uh, sparked this question. Nice. But uh, for me, I think it's the people around me. It's like circumstantial for me. And it's a problem. Um, mm-hmm. Probably the main reason I kind of get imposter syndrome, like any any like workplace I go, any classroom I sit in, because I never feel like I'm the smartest person in the room. And that's probably true. I'm never like the best at articulating my points, as you can probably tell. I've been on this thing like 20 times now, so that's probably evident. I'm, I'm terrible at that too, man. I just went on a whole thing about how tarot <laughs> cards are the fucking worst thing. You just can't just say fucking kill them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I always try to compensate for that kind of stuff with just working hard. So I don't know. There's probably some books out there that I can read to fix this. So, but it's one of those <laughs> things for me, it just like affects like your confidence, self doubt is always there. So I don't know. It was just a question that I had in the yeah. back of my mind. Thanks, Gary. Yeah. Thanks, Gary. I don't, I don't know if it's comparison. It, it is, but it's not, I don't see it like in a negative manner, right? Like, I think that we've done a really good job of our friend group, right? This same friend group that we've had since New Mexico. Like yeah. everybody is fucking like, we're all crazy assholes, right? But at the same time, everybody is like doing great stuff, right? Everybody's good humans. Everybody has like really good character. Everybody's driven, you know, everybody's there to support their families and and just do something with their life that's way better than any of their family ever did, right? Like like not to put his business we have a friend who lives up north of us right and he's got a really great body the dude lives in like a million dollar home right and and he he just beautiful family does his shit works hard takes care of his kid he's involved in their lives and stuff like that right but he has stuff that like none of us can ever probably ever end up obtaining right mm-hmm. like maybe when we're like 70 but he's gonna be blowing us out of the water yeah right sometimes it's like i go up to his place and i'm like jesus christ man like i don't even have like two things on my walls and this dude's got all kinds of shit or he's got a fucking 40 foot christmas tree you know and that shit like sometimes i'm like yeah that's pretty cool but it's like all right like i'm surrounding myself by the right people Mm -hmm. right the people who are busting their ass doing the right stuff you know guys like like matt busts his ass for his family good character 
he's emotionally available as well so shout out matt you know terrence is super educated and does his thing works on his own lives on his own everybody supports whatever they got going on right can we take a 20 second time out and take a couple steps back real quick yeah i don't want to leave uh the person you mentioned with the million dollar house up too high i gotta take him down a peg i think the interior decorating of his place is all it's all the wife right yeah don't give him credit for that it definitely is they got that big metal in their home like it's like one of those things from hobby lobby right Mm -hmm. like I don't know. Yeah, it's it's definitely her. But but you know, like I don't know, man. Like I guess I compare myself a little bit to our friends, right? And it's like, okay, but it's like it's more of an accountability thing, right? Like I think I feel accountable to and I enjoy it, like trying to be more accountable to like my friends. Right? Mm-hmm. Like like I hadn't talked to AJ in probably like two months, right? And just the other day, he hit me up in text, and I was like, "Shit, I ain't talked to AJ." So I'm like, "No, I got to Facetime him, right?" And watching him change diapers and shit like that, and have his dirty beard where he looks like a light-skinned fucking Forrest <laughs> Gump. Like, it's way too patchy. Cod, you got to shave that thing, man. Just fucking shave it, dude. You're too big. You can't have that little hair on your face. But I think I do do a little comparison there, but I think it's a healthy comparison to make sure that I'm I'm doing my part to like, you know, raise the level of our group, right? I think we all kind of do that where we see each other doing stuff and it's like, uh, like I need to be more involved with my kids' lives. I'm pretty involved, but I got to get them involved in other things outside of just hanging out with me and a sister, right? Yeah. Or going to some friends' houses and stuff every now and then. So I guess I do do a little bit of that, but... It seems like that's in a healthy way, at least. Yeah, I try not to, like, get myself down with it. And I I don't know if that's just because I've been in, like, where I felt my lowest of low, right? Like, you know, so I think it's a little bit different for me to where I don't kind of look at it like that. And we were talking about this, this. This is a fun topic. But it was when I was sitting outside talking to these people and they were talking about horoscopes and all this kind of shit, right? Someone had said something. It was like, you know, it could always be worse. Like someone came up and we're like, yo, how's it going or whatever. Right. And they came out and someone, they said it could always be worse. Right. And it made me think right then, like, yo, that's pretty negative. Right. I'm reading this like book called flow. It's about like having like outstanding experiences all the time or whatever like that. And I just started thinking about it. I was like, I guess I used to say that. Right. Like, could be worse or something like that but it's like oh it could be better right like when i'm comparing myself to Mm -hmm. things right like i think you get yourself down or you can always look at things in in, from a negative standpoint i feel like it could always be worse as negative so Mm -hmm. i was just like oh what if you said and i said i was like what if you said it could always be better and they started this whole conversation about like mindset and stuff like that it was kind of cool just random ass people from around the world that are like all different ages and mm-hmm. races sizes whatever so it was pretty cool but maybe that's a thing always like be it. better all right fuck this let's talk about football and sports so instead of news and notes we are going to select our division winners for this coming up 2020 NFL season. Tony, we making a bet? We got to make a bet. We didn't even make a bet for last year and you won the total points when we drafted out, you know, the managers from our team, our league or whatever like that. So mm-hmm. I'm sure I owe you something. Maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll bring dinner for you and your family or something like that one day. Yeah, we can figure something out. I'm down. But what do we got to bet for this? We got we to gotta come up with a bet for this. Profile picture? What do you mean profile picture? What are we talking here? Like on our Twitters. 
our Twitter profile pictures for our league. Okay. Like I get to pick yours, you get to pick mine. If you win, you could create whatever or put me in something, whatever, right? And then the opposite for your league. That's harmless and also embarrassing. I'll take it. Yeah. And then you'll have to leave it up there for until the next season or something. Oh, like Jesus. All right. I'm down. Or let's let's do it. So it'll be regular season. Let's do it uh, through the playoffs. Okay. All right. So it'll be a playoff bet. All right. So let's start off in the AFC East. You got Buffalo, New England, Miami, and the Jets. Who you got winning this division? Uh, I got Buffalo. They're the favorites. I got them at minus 190. They added Von Miller, Shaq Lawson, uh, Daquan Jones, additional depth to the front seven there. They brought in Roger Saffold for the offensive line, Jameson Crowder, OJ Howard. And you don't hate the rookie picks. Uh, they have James Cook, Khalil Shakir. Shakir's an 1,100-yard receiver uh, last year at Boise State. James Cook, he's got the pass-catching chops. So I liked what the team was last year, and I feel like they're better going into 2022. They got the Jets, the Dolphins, and then the Patriots are good. Maybe they get a split, right, in a game where they pass the ball five times. But I think this is an easy one. Got Buffalo. Yeah, I'm going to go Buffalo, too. I think the team, the team that can challenge them is going to be Miami out of that division, if anybody. I don't think Miami loses any games to New England or the Jets this year. They got a new head coach, retained all the coordinators that were there as well, implementing a better system, right? You look at the league and pretty much everybody's trying to mimic kind of what the Niners did with their short passing game and their their run ability and stuff like that. And uh, I think he's going to bring, that coach is going to bring a bunch of stuff there. He's a player's guy too, unlike uh, Flores was. Flores is really like abrasive out there. <laughs> yeah. That, that is weird though, that a bunch of people that are assistants on that team that are not white stayed with the team while it's got a pending lawsuit against it over a coach, right? And um, I think that's a little awkward. I don't know. I don't know my conspiracy flags there, but I don't know. The NFL doesn't have the best track record with these kinds of things. His firing was weird. Like, I know they lost seven straight to start the season, but there were some injuries there with Tua, and the team still kind of filling themselves out right. But then they won seven in a row, and they finished winning eight of nine, I believe. And I think they just barely missed the playoffs. And then, like, you look down with Houston, uh, David Cauley, he overachieved. Would you agree he overachieved with that team? Yeah, yeah. And they shit-canned him. Like, what the hell are you guys doing? I know they brought in Lovey Smith, but come on, man. There are teams... Sometimes I think there are teams that like hire someone to get them there, get them somewhere, and then realize like, all right, when maybe we're capped, like a top five draft pick. Is that is that what you're is that what you're implying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe we're capped out right now with what the potential of the team is. Right, like I, I get if you lose your quarterback and stuff, things are different. But they mm-hmm. lost to like what the Jacksonville Jaguars last year. There were some bad losses in there. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty that's pretty terrible. So. And there are two games out of being in first place for the division, right? So maybe they got a, a shot, bring in some new blood. Is that your pick or is that just who you think can challenge Buffalo? That's who I think can challenge them. I oh, got okay. Buffalo to win that. So AFC North, Bengals, the reigning Super Bowl runner-up, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Baltimore. Baltimore, also the favorites, uh, plus 150. Everybody's positive odds here. So I talked about these guys a lot on our show. Health is going to be key. For the Ravens in 2022. Last year, they were second in the league in cumulative games missed at 350. They still won eight games, so they get just about everybody back, including Ronnie Staley on the O-line. They drafted Tyler Linderbaum after that Marquise Hollywood Brown trade, mm-hmm. and the defense added Kyle Hamilton. 
<clears throat> that secondary already consists of Marcus Williams, Marcus Peters, and Marlon Humphrey. So that's going to be a huge upgrade over what they were fielding last year. So I like Cincinnati, but just feels like the recipe for a Ravens division this year. Yeah, I got the Ravens as well. This is not looking good because I'm pretty sure we got the <laughs> we might have the same team in this one. AFC South, Tennessee, Indianapolis, Houston, and Jacksonville. I don't know if we're gonna have the same team in this one. Colts are favored, minus one fifteen. I got the Titans at plus one fifty. So injured players, right? Mentioned that with the Baltimore Ravens. Tennessee, uh, they set a record last season for most players fielded with ninety one. They broke that record in week twelve. They were banged up all year. They ended up with a cumulative games missed number of 336, so close to Baltimore. But the difference is these guys still ended up with the number one seed in the AFC. And they had a ton of like key injuries, too, on the defensive side of the ball. And then obviously Derrick Henry going down for a good chunk of the year. Julio Jones was out for a good chunk of the year. A.J. Brown was injured. So I think you chalk this up to Mike Vrabel just being like a good head coach and having those guys where they need to be. So to deal with that much turnover throughout the season and still have success... I think you have to say that Mike Vrabel leading this team counts for something. And I think that's going to be the case in 2022. Yep. So this is one we're off on. So I do have the Colts winning this division. I don't think Derrick Henry's playing nine games this year. That foot, the fracture that he has in his foot is like for the size that he has. I don't, I don't think he's going to be the same dude and it's going to be hampered. Is it going to matter, right? Who were the running backs last year when he was out? I think it is going to matter. They just and it's going to matter because Tannehill is going to try to put a team on his back, and then he's going to fail. And Malik Willis will be playing games by the end of the season because they will be out of playoff contention. Their defense is dog shit. They have some wide receivers, right? But what do you want, Julio Jones? Like that dude's got to be what thirty-five years old or something like that. Like he's already retired from our Madden league. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like that's how crazy. It is. <laughs> Like our tenth season, though. To be fair, it doesn't matter. That's, <laughs> but uh, like all these people you're saying aren't going to be there. They weren't there last year. These guys still ended up with the number one seed. The Colts are nasty on defense. They have a nasty offensive line. The Titans are just not that. I don't. I don't believe it. So we got one. We got one. We're we're different on. We're one different. This one we're probably. I don't know. We might be different on this. I don't think so. I don't think we're different on this one. Okay, good. AFC West, Kansas City, Las Vegas, Chargers, and Denver. Everybody's plus money in the West. Uh, Chiefs are favored at plus 155. I got the Chargers at plus 250. Go out and get them. Uh, they couldn't stop the run last season, so uh, during the offseason, they brought in Sebastian Joseph Day from the Rams. I like him. They drafted Zion Johnson. They brought in Kyle Van Noy, Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, Bryce Callahan. So they already add that to Derwin James, Joey Bosa, Asante Samuel Jr. I just think they're loaded on defense. Head coach Brandon Staley, he's a defensive coordinator in a previous life uh, with the Rams. So I like the prospects of what they can do. In the offense, they still have Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler. They drafted Spiller. The offensive line is ranked 12th per PFF going into 2022. So the odds on this one just don't make sense with all the turnover uh, the Chiefs have on offense. Yeah, I'm on the Chargers as well. If you've ever listened to anything I've said over the last couple of years, it's all about the Chargers for me. Yep. So I do have the Chargers winning this division. I also have them winning the Super Bowl. So oh, that's snap. That. <laughs> but moving on to the NFC, I think we're, this is where we'll get some. We'll definitely get a couple here. NFC East, the worst division in all of football. And you got the fucking, I don't know. I guess you can call it America's team. America. Self-proclaimed. 
a lot of people think America is pretty disappointing right now. So it fits. I don't know. America wins wars, not doesn't make the playoffs in 20 something years. So, <laughs> so the Cowboys, Philly, Washington, and the Giants. So Dallas is favored uh, plus 120. Everyone's plus money in this, but I'm taking the Eagles at plus 190. <laughs> they come into the season with the number one ranked offensive line. I think they were number one last year. They stayed healthy. They got a stout defense, obviously. On the offensive side, they added A.J. Brown. Gotta love that for Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard. They added Hassan Reddick and James Bradbury to the defense, and they drafted Jordan Davis and N'Kobe Dean to that defensive front. So I like what Philly's doing, but I got them winning the East. Yeah, I got Philly too. Damn it. I was hoping you'd say the Cowboys. But. <laughs> uh, yeah, Philly. It's it's written people give jalen hurts a bunch of shit people gave him a lot of shit coming out right the dolphins selected i'm pretty sure they selected Tua above him i don't know who else was selected above him pretty much everybody i feel like but yeah but yeah the dude is dynamic and he just has better wide receivers this year and he's going into another year under the belt it's going to be nasty philly i don't know who to get on the offensive side if you're going to be drafting for fantasy football I'd assume A.J. Brown would be up there, but there's a lot of unknowns. I guess that's a good thing for people like you who want to draft as late as possible. It's fucking <laughs> stupid. But, you know, maybe a guy like Dallas Goddard if you're trying to wait on tight ends. I think mm-hmm. that's where I get my money and fix into it. Jalen Hurts is going to be a top four quarterback this year in fantasy football. So Yeah, if you think Ryan Tannehill's overrated, like he's been good the last couple years. So what do you chalk that up to? Julio Jones? Probably not. I can't think of their tight ends right now, the guys who have walked in the last couple of years, but it's got to be A.J. Brown, right? Mm-hmm. And now he goes to Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts, who was decent last year. Like, he showed some flashes. So he gets A.J. Brown in 2022. He's going to be pretty good with that rushing upside. With all the other speed that they have on the team, too, they have all that other speed, it's going to be nasty. Yep. So I do want to put the Giants up there, you know, but I can't. So, yeah, they got rid of the greatest tight end of all time in Evan Ingram, so they're doomed. <laughs> all right, <laughs> NFC North. You got Green Bay, Minnesota, Chicago, and the Detroit Jared Goff Lions. I want to say Minnesota, but I'm I'm gonna go with the favorites here. Uh Packers minus 170. They got the two-time reigning MVP. They got a stout defense that got better. They have a top five offensive line, which that's been kind of a concern for them the last couple years. So I know Devontae Adams is gone, but they brought in some guys, and I think they're just going to change their approach a little bit. They were, I think, mostly a run team last year anyways. They were just extremely, extremely efficient with the passing game, and I think that'll be the case again this year, but I I can see more running out of Green Bay for 2022. Give me the Packers to win the North, Nate. Yeah, give me the Packers, too. You excited for Detroit Lions hard knocks this year? I am. I'm pretty pumped up for it. I don't really watch hard knocks, but I'm in a mood to like get fully immersed in NFL this year. Um, so is I think it's going to be nasty. I'm excited to see it. So I'm excited to see what Jared Goff's going to say because didn't he was on the Rams when we we had it right? Mm-hmm. And isn't that where he said uh, he wanted to watch the sunrise yeah. on the Pacific Coast? <laughs> so I'm excited to see what kind of things he says uh, this season. Yeah, and he took the fucking Rams to a Super Bowl. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, if he says it again, yeah, I'd like to watch the sunrise on the west side of Lake Michigan. <laughs> On the Wisconsin side of the border. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Oh, man, that's good. All right, NFC South. We got Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Atlanta, and Carolina. Bucks, next division. 
I don't think there's any chance that a Jameis Winston-led New Orleans team who has, what, Jarvis Landry now is who they have. Mm -hmm. They have that as wide receiver, right? They got AK. He's going to be suspended for, I don't know, six to eight games, four to eight games, somewhere around there for being nuts. But they got everybody's hype over Mark Ingram. He's getting drafted and Tony Jones Jr. is not getting drafted. And I'm like, you you guys didn't watch last season or nothing like that. I don't know. But I think New Orleans can challenge them, but they're not touching Tampa Bay. So I don't think so. Especially if they bring back Antonio Brown, who just said some stuff about (laughs) shout out to the Bucks and Tom Brady for giving up on me. He's going to be the greatest rapper of all time. Let's put it at work. I don't know if you saw that quote. No, I did not, but uh, fool me once. Yeah, he's going to come back and take off his pants the next time he leaves. <laughs> so <laughs> the tarot cards told me. So oh just wait. Just wait and have hope. <laughs> Anyways, if you're drafting fucking Rob Gronkowski in any fantasy football shit and being like, oh, he'll come back. You're fucking stupid. Quit fantasy football. You fucking dumbasses. NFC West, Rams, Cardinals, Niners. Trey Lance led Niners and Seattle. I would take a gamble on San Fran if it wasn't Trey Lance, but I got the Rams plus 135. I think it's the safest pick in the division. You know, Arizona has a bottom five offensive line. Hopkins is suspended for six games. Chandler Jones walked. Their secondary is still a work in progress. I don't think there's anyone there besides Byron Murphy. Uh, Seattle, they're in rebuild mode. They're not even going to win six games. San Francisco, they're going to win some games. They'll probably make the playoffs, but I think Trey Lance, he's going to be starting his third game in week mm-hmm. one of his career, right? He started mm-hmm. two last season. So I think it might just take a little bit of time for that offense to be where Kyle Shanahan wants it. Hmm. Give me the Rams, Nate. You got the Niners? I'm going to take the Niners because we need more differentiation here. I'll take the Niners. Okay. I, do, I don't think Arizona... So like Arizona's intriguing, right? Because they were only a game back of the Rams last year. Right, mm-hmm. they went on. I don't know what were they like eight and zero, nine and zero. They were like nine and nine and zero, I think, or ten and zero. Nine yeah. and zero, and then the whole Kyler thing happened. Right, he was hurt, and all these other things happened. But I don't. I think when people watched that playoff game between the Rams and the Cardinals, it was like, all right, this is how you beat them, right? And it's not just because you have an Aaron Donald, right? Von Miller's way past his prime. That's why he's ring hunting right now, but. It's not just because of Aaron Donald that that all happened. It was mostly scheme and, yeah, this dude can't read it, right? And got exposed. And they just paid him a bunch of money. So maybe he'll be on the trading block somewhere throughout the season and then he'll be the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. So, Yeah, I got, I got a comment on that later when we get to the hot take. Our differentiation picks are in the NFC West and in the AFC South. You want to do your wild cards? Let's pick two wild cards just to see if we get – I feel like we'll have differences here. Okay. AFC wildcard? AFC wildcard. So you're looking at teams like New England, Miami, the Jets, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Cincy, Indy, Houston, Jacksonville, Chiefs, Raiders, Broncos. So two for the AFC. I got Cincinnati and Kansas City. Ooh. All right. So I got the Raiders and the Dolphins. So we're definitely off there. So that gives us, what, four different ones now? And then in the NFC... You have Dallas, Washington, the Giants, Minnesota, Chicago, Detroit, New Orleans, Atlanta, Carolina, Niners, Cardinals, Seahawks. I'm going to go with your Niners because I definitely think we're getting at least two teams in the playoffs from the West. Mm -hmm. And then I'll go with Minnesota. I'm high on them uh, in 2022, but I don't think they're beating the Packers. So give me those guys. 
Yeah, I will take. Yeah, I'll take the Rams, and then I am going to take New Orleans. Okay, I like that too. So we're definitely off on all on all that kind of stuff. So we'll we'll log those up for our differences, and then we'll we'll make sure we track that throughout the year. Moving on to our draft. So I'm a big proponent on if we were to draft right now in fantasy football, I would dominate. I feel like, like I I listen to people. I am not a fan of ADP. ADP only tells me where everybody else thinks players should mm-hmm. go and whether or not they should draft them higher or lower based off of some consensus that all these other people basically took one person's sheet who put it out first and adjusted numbers slightly to keep it around but not have any like actual yeah. actual takes to it right so old predictions we got to put them on tape and this is going to be a full nfl season one it could be fantasy related player related it could be nfl team related whatever for the 2022 season do you want the first or the second pick tony um, I think pretty much anything is going to be available. So yeah. I'll just go second. I'll take the, the turn in the first round. All right. I'm going to take my first one is that, um, and you maybe saw this and noticed it when we drafted the other day, but when we did that mock for your show, but Joe Mixon is going to finish at least RB three this year. And currently he's sitting at an ADP of 12. I think that Joe Mixon should be the second or third i would take him second overall if i had the second overall pick is where i would take him i would go jonathan taylor one just because that feels like the most safe secure thing he's big they got a great line they're going to run the ball their division doesn't score a ton of points and then number two for me joe mixon so last year's austin eckler that we raved about right and i was high on is this year joe mixon for me Joe Mixon, RB3 on the season. Currently being drafted in the second round of fantasy football. He's kind of disappointed in the past. Last year, I was off. Obviously, he goes off and probably wins me a couple of the leagues I'm in. But, like, what do you you hate about it? Like, they're not going to be able to stack the box against the Bengals. No, I'm saying he's going to be RB3. No, let me me finish. Okay. Let me finish. It's like that they built an offensive line, right? Nick, Nick has dubbed it the Wall of Burrow. So they got an offensive line. They're going to be able to run the ball efficiently. You're not going to see eight, nine-man boxes. Uh, He can catch the ball. He's efficient around the goal line. Joe Burrow, he can read defenses, right? You don't have the Jared Goff issue, the Kyler Murray issue. So I don't see what's not to love about Joe Mixon this year. He should be going in the first round. I I actually agree with this 100%. I would draft Joe Mixon number two overall. Oh, damn. That's how much. So Jonathan Taylor, Joe Mixon? Yeah, that's, that's my. That's bold. So you got two. All right. My first one is going to be Justin Herbert wins NFL MVP. Josh Allen's currently favored at plus 700. You can get Justin Herbert at plus nine. He's like number four, I think. Yeah. For odds right now. But I like the Chargers, obviously, to win the West. Josh Allen, he has the ground numbers, but Aaron Rodgers won it the last two seasons, right? You can do it without the ungodly uh, rushing numbers. So mm-hmm. that is my first one. You probably agree with that one, too, right? You have him winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. Justin Herbert's the MVP. I think that the the Chargers had a good chance last year. They definitely make the playoffs if they're not going forward on fourth down all the time. Like they'd knock a game off the Chiefs, right? When they're going forward in like the five yard within the five, and I get the numbers say that, but it's like they gave up like 12 points in that game. 
that they could have had, right? Yeah, I was gonna say double double digit points they left on the field. I think they take their I think they're more methodical with their fourth down chances um, and start to take a little bit of points that are on the board because their defense is supposed to be so good. Hopefully they can stop the run. We'll see. They should be able to with everybody they brought in. Uh, my second one, Detroit Lions. Their over under is currently at six and a half. I think they hit it. I think they hit their over. They win nice. seven or eight games. They're not going to do anything wild. I don't think they're making the playoffs or winning that division, but they got the number three ranked offensive line. They added a couple receivers, DJ Chark, Jamison Williams. They added Aiden Hutchinson, obviously, to the defense. Um, I like the Bruce Campbell. Dan Campbell. I like the knee-biting coach. Dan yeah. Campbell, uh, former tight end uh, coach from Saints down there. So, yeah, give me the Detroit Lions. Hitting their over. Hell yeah. They hit the over. We're buying golf Lions jerseys. <laughs> No, <laughs> we can even get them from not. like DH gate. So they're like 14 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to say it because it's it's true and it's bold, but it's not going to be bold by the time the fantasy football season starts, because this dude's going to move up from being a nine and a half round pick at ADP 114 currently consensus across the board, right? This dude's going to be drafted within the third round by the time like we draft our fantasy leagues at the end of preseason and stuff because everybody's going to see it. And it's it's what's bugging me right now bad. But you're like Cooper Cup league winner type guy, right? He's not going to put those numbers up that Cooper Cup did. But the guy that you're getting who's that grand value, right? And he just pops out of nowhere is going to be Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard is the only guy within that receiving tree outside of 75-year-old Randall Cobb that Aaron Rodgers trusts, right? He has a rapport with. We saw Alan Lazard have big games when Devontae Adams is out. That was like Trey's dude was just betting overs on Alan Lazard all the time. Currently being drafted 114 overall, round nine and a half for the number one wide receiver of the Green Bay Packers. The guy that has, the only guy on that offense who has rapport other than Robbie Tanyan, really. Mm -hmm. There's, what, 3,700 to 4,100 passing yards that Aaron Rodgers is probably going to throw for this year. And all his wide receivers are drafted after the ninth round. It's fucking insane. It doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. And when we mock drafted the other day, someone took him in like the sixth or something like that. I think it was the computer mm -hmm. took it in the sixth, right? And I took Jalen Hurts right before it because I was hoping... Lazard would come around on the turn and the computer took it. But Alan Lazard is your wide receiver league winner this year, and he will be drafted within the third round of fantasy leagues by the time the end of August rolls around. Yeah, that uh that draft we did, it was it was you, it's me, Matt was in there, Matt Graham, and then uh Jason. But other than that, it was all uh the AI yeah. fantasy pros. And AI uses the ECR, the expert consensus ranking, and Alan Lazard is climbing. So in any normal draft, like if you do best ball right now, mm -hmm. you can get him in the ninth, tenth, or later. Yeah. Like he's a screaming value. He's on a, quite a few of my best ball rosters. So I'm looking forward to that paying off. What's your second? My second one is going to be that. So I don't have to do that because I just took them for a wild card. Dang it. I got a couple here. All right. So the Chiefs and the Broncos are going to compete for last place in the AFC West. <laughs> they're just, they're going to the Broncos are going to suck. Like everybody's hype on the Broncos because they brought in Russell Wilson, but was Russell Wilson really like something to be like glamored over when he was in Seattle? 
he had DK Metcalf. He had Tyler Lockett, right? He had mm-hmm. people don't like Rashad Penny, but he fucking he balled out last year too. They have decent tight ends that can catch the ball. What's Russell Wilson's game doing the play action bootleg, right? Or or he's back there and he's trying to get out of you know pressure or something like that, and he turns his mm-hmm. back to the offensive line. That ain't gonna cut it, man. Like he's getting older. He's I don't know, man. I just don't believe in it. They're gonna have something happen. Those wide receivers don't stay healthy at all, right? Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson's really not like a a dink and dunk over the middle guy. And it's like, what are you gonna do? Throw the drags to like Jerry Judy and stuff like that. Like he's a big shot play action guy. And Cortland Sutton's good, but he's not outrunning anybody. You know what? KJ Hamler. I don't. I don't believe in it. The Broncos could possibly lose more games than they lost last year as well, too. But the Broncos and the Chiefs competing for last place. Neither one of them makes the playoffs out of the AFC West. I disagree with the Chiefs one, but the Broncos, I, I love I love that one. And I was just watching the news this morning, local news, and they are hyped. Everybody. Are, everybody is hyped about the Broncos. They're so excited, and it's going to be fantastic to watch it. Just slowly deflate throughout the season. How long has it been since anybody's ever wanted to have Russell Wilson as their fantasy quarterback? Top 12, right? Even as a bench, like some yeah. bench guy maybe or whatever, but what would you? I'd rather have a Ryan Fitzpatrick on my bench than Russell Wilson. And Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to throw for 450, right, when he gets a chance. So I've been guilty of having him on some teams uh, in years past because the rushing upside was always there, but that's been going away, right? That's been shrinking as he's uh, gotten older, so... In our Madden League, he's on the waiver wire. He's like an 84 overall quarterback, and he's on the free agent list. That's true. Matt Graham didn't even pick him up. He don't even have a quarterback. He's like, quarterback's like a 63. Russell Wilson sitting out there. Uh, For the listeners, if if you haven't gathered yet, uh, this is where we get most of our NFL takes. It's from our 10-year running uh, CFM on Madden. Madden, yeah. (laughs) Kyle Hamilton, stud. (laughs) Absolutely. 99, superstar. 99 within three years. (laughs) Yeah. All right, I got two. So my third one is the Cardinals missing the playoffs. So it's going to sting, too, after they just gave Kyler $230.5 <laughs> million. Mm-hmm. So they have the 25th-ranked offensive line. These guys open up against the Chiefs, the Raiders, and the Rams. They're starting 2022-0-3. We talked about how they started out like 9-0, 10-0 last year. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be in stark contrast. Uh, and they end the season at the Rams, games at home against the Niners, Chargers, and Patriots. At the Broncos, home against the Bucks, and then at San Francisco in Week 18. So just a rough start and a rough finish for the Cardinals. So that's why they're going to be in Cabo when the playoffs start. Nate. Nice, nice. Fourth one. I think that's bold, just because everybody was so uh, hyped about him last year. Kyler's got the contract. They just traded for Hollywood Brown. JJ Watts there, right? So yeah. Uh, my fourth one. You're going to like this one. Brian Dayball's in town. Daniel Jones is a QB1, top 12, woo, top 12 woo, quarterback woo, in 2022. Woo, woo, woo. Hell yeah. That's right. A little inflated, right, because the rushing numbers. I don't, I'm not saying he's going to be Josh Allen or Aaron Rodgers, but fantasy-wise, top 12. Um, he's going to have better passing numbers, and then we all we all know what he can do on the ground. What did he run for, like, 80 yards that one game before he tripped and fell? Yeah, dude. Dude's got wheels. Madden doesn't give him enough. Madden doesn't give him enough speed rating. It's crazy. I'll be trying to run the read option with him. It's not It's not going well. And it's like, dude, this, this dude burns. So it's crazy. Yeah, it comes out of nowhere too. But from 2019 to 2020, again, I'm not comparing Daniel Jones to Josh Allen, but this is more a testament to Brian Dayball and what he can do for this offense and for Daniel Jones. But 2019 to 2020, Josh Allen went from 58 to 69% completion percentage. Nice. 3,000. 
to 4,500 passing yards and then 20 to 37 passing touchdowns. And his QB rating went from 85 to 107. So I don't think he's going to be anywhere close to a Josh Allen, but he kind of profiles as like a Diet Coke version of Josh Allen. Maybe like a zero sugar. I don't know. Shout out Diet Coke. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. That's good. All right. Speaking of uh, teams not making the playoffs, the uh, Super Bowl runner-up Cincinnati Bengals will not make the playoffs this year. That is my fourth one right there. Wow. They don't make the playoffs. They don't win double-digit games. I already have bets with Nick on this that they don't even win. He has a them win in the division. They don't win the division. They don't make the playoffs. They don't win double-digit games. Like, are you? Are you just? Is this more just going in on Nick? I uh, called yeah. you one time, Nate. Come on. No, it's. Uh, I don't know. I just. I don't believe in it. Right, like a lot of things went their way last year. So, and everybody's hype about them. Everybody's hype about them. Everybody's going to draft those players in fantasy. You know, Jamar Chase is going to be way up there. You're going to get Higgins way up there. Oh, Chase, Chase is going like top six. Right? Yeah, top seven. Joe yeah. Burrow's going to be drafted fairly high because just because people are going to be hype about it, right? It's not even have to do with any of the numbers. So, Bengals, everybody's on, and they're going to disappoint. And everybody's like, "Fuck!" They're still the Bengals, right? So. There's that. And then I got my last one here. I got, so I've already brought up the Dolphins will make the, or will make the playoffs in the other one. I already talked about Derrick Henry not playing double-digit games. All right, I'll go here because I think I'll hit my last one in my rant and rave. But there's not going to be a Vikings running back that's RB1 this year. Dalvin Cook is not going to be a, a RB1. People drafting Alexander Madison as like this handcuff or insurance to him is completely wrong and false. And he's not even going to be the handcuff in in Minnesota because he can't run a power run scheme. Dalvin Cook can't run in a power run scheme. Neither one can. They never have. Alexander Madison has before one time and uh, he got benched. So the Minnesota Vikings running game will not produce. I'll even go as far to say a collective RB1. So let's say Alexander Madison and Dalvin Cook together will not be a top 12 running back in fantasy football. So that's my fifth wow. and final one. Mike Zimmer's not there anymore. You, you do, you're aware of this, right? Kevin yeah. O'Connell's in town? Yeah, they moved from a zone running scheme into a power running scheme, which doesn't fit any of the personnel that they have on the low line or in the backfield. So This is blasphemous. No. Since when has someone from the Sean McVay tree gone to coach a team and in year one not been successful nate when it can be successful but it's not going to be successful with the run game producing a top 12 running back i'm trying to help you support you it happens pretty often actually brandon staley or it's the or, same uh, thing what's his name in cincinnati zach it's, taylor it's basically like a bill belichick coaching tree right other than very frable but yeah so that's my last one okay I'm on, I'm on the other side of it. I, I do like Minnesota. I think they'll change things up a little bit uh, for the better, though. Uh, my last one, Traylon Burks is actually good at football and leads all rookie wide receivers in catches, yards, and touchdowns. And you can get him at plus 750 right now for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Competition isn't that great. I don't know if you watched uh, highlights on this dude, but he's solid at contested catches. He can play in the slot. He can play outside. He's great at catching short passes, picking up yards after the catch. What did they just lose in A.J. Brown? someone who's great at catching short passes and picking up yak. So mm -hmm. he's big. He's 6'2". He's 225. He's got bigger hands than A.J. Brown. Uh, he also picked up similar prospect grades as A.J. Brown. So a lot of similarities there. You can see why Tennessee uh, targeted him and was fine with shipping off A.J. Brown. But most importantly, 
Tennessee, they're second in the NFL in vacated targets with 336. They only pass the ball like four or 500 times. So run first team, I get it, but that's a lot of opportunity. And in fantasy, we all know that that usually means a lot more than talent, right? Yeah. Cool. Cap off our top five bold predictions for the 2022 NFL slash fantasy football season. I got Joe Mixon finishes as RB3 or better. Alan Lazard is a league winner currently at round ADP 114, round nine and a half consensusly. Uh, he'll be a third round pick by the time we're all drafting at the end of August. Chiefs and Broncos compete for last place in the AFC West. Bengals don't make the playoffs and the Minnesota backfield will not combine to crack the top 12 running backs in fantasy football. You got Justin Herbert MVP. The Lions over six and a half wins. Cardinals missed the playoffs. Danny Dimes is a QB one in fantasy. That's top 12 quarterback in fantasy football. Yep. And Traylon Burks leads all rookies in catches yards and touchdowns to capture the rookie of the year for the Tennessee Titans. That's right. Did you even come with any honorable mentions just in case I said Herbert MVP? No, I, that was the only one I was like, ah, you might say it. So if you had gone that way, I would have said like Chargers win the Super Bowl or something. I was going to stick to LA there. Yeah, I do have a couple other ones that I think are bold just by where they're being drafted at. But Josh Jacobs is going to be a top 12 running back. It's stupid that this dude's getting drafted in like the fourth round, sometimes the fifth round. It's it's blasphemy You to take your <laughs> word from earlier. Like, what else do you think they're going to do there? Like, who's going to run the ball? Kenyon Drake? Like, they just got way better than they have a, a run first style coach, right? Like, he comes off that New England tree. Maybe they split some carries or whatever like that, but Kenyon Drake sucks. Is he is he there, Kenyon Drake? Is that the backup? He is there, and uh, McDaniels also brought in Brandon Bolden from the Patriots. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, Brandon Bolden. He's just the guy who yeah. knows how to teach the scheme. So, uh, Josh Jacobs is a fucking monster. I think he's in a contract year as well, too, so that plays into it. I don't think they picked up his fifth-year option. Yep. So. so, question. We're in the, let's say you're, we're in the early fourth round. These guys have been slipping a little bit. Mm -hmm. You're faced with Clyde Edwards Hilaire on the Chiefs yeah. or Brandon Jacob or Josh Jacobs, sorry, uh, on the Raiders. Josh Get Jacobs all day. Here. Josh Jacobs. Okay. Yeah. I'll take Josh Jacobs over Saquon. I'll take him over. Let's see. I'd take him over Dalvin Cook. I'm not going to draft him all the way up there just because I can get him cheaper. Yeah. I can get him in the second round turn, right? Like in your league, I got the 11th pick, right? So I don't think Joe Mixon lasts that long, but if he's there, I'm going to take him. And then I'm going to go backside and have another guy that I might pick running back wise. I don't know. But yeah. if I had to take another running back, I'd be for perfectly fine taking Josh Jacobs at that point. But the teams are going to have a hard time stacking the box against uh, Las Vegas, too. You got Devontae yeah. Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller. Too much to worry about yeah. on the outside. So I, I like it a lot. Yeah. It's too bad Zay Jones is in Jacksonville or they'd be completely lethal. That dude's going to ball out in Jacksonville. Who's your wide receiver one in Jacksonville? In Jacksonville? Mm -hmm. Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Marvin Jones, LaVisca Chanel, Travis Etienne. I'll go with Zay Jones. Okay, that's a bold take, I think. I, I, I like Zay Jones. I'm a Zay Jones dude, so he fits what they did in previous years and stuff like that. So what the strengths of Trevor Lawrence are. So I do like LaVisca Chanel, though. He's pretty dope. So He's the next quarter up Patterson. The, the second team to have him is going to figure out what he does best. Yeah. Cordell Patterson's going to be a bust, too. Don't even draft that dude. That's fucking dumb. So. You should be off your radar. 
just don't just take him out of your pool don't have him in your pool he's a wide receiver who's over 30 years old i believe playing the running back position it is stupid it on went a bad team it, on a bad team and it went and it did okay for a year but so did colin kaepernick as a fucking quarterback so did the wildcat offense in miami yeah blake bortles for a year in jacksonville yeah so did all that other crap so don't even touch it it's not worth it whatever all right ransom raves tony what do you got sis not off my mind yet so i'm gonna rant support your friends whether it's your podcast nate our show something our friends are pushing on social media whatever it is just support them cost you what a few seconds liking a post subscribing to a show or some type of magazine competition like where you're just you're clicking on you know support this person did you click that the other day yeah yes thanks man i appreciate it she just works with us it took like a whole 15 seconds yeah she's like our security person or whatever like that so she went through like uh so that thing is like this chick that we work with is me and nick work with is like trying to get on the cover of maxim france or something like that right she's been through like six four rounds four rounds she's just started the fifth round or whatever of like mm -hmm. votes or whatever so it's just friends voting or whatever like that so that was pretty cool i think a lot of people i heard voted so that was kind of neat didn't take that much time and i don't know how you feel about it but like when i see someone trying to create something or looking for support just on social media or if they're just talking about it like i'll chip in any way i mm -hmm. can help and again whatever it is you're creating pursuing like i'm i'm down to support doesn't take that much time and effort yeah and also, do you know how many Best Buy phones I've subscribed to the Taco Court Fantasy Football Podcast on, Nate? Not enough. Uh, no, a lot. Not enough by my downloads. <laughs> how are you guys doing in downloads? Uh, let me check that real quick. Let's see the last episode. Is... I know you haven't been like posting as regularly as you yeah. do in season, and that might affect it a little bit. But still, I, I feel like all these Best Buy and Verizon subs got to help. My last episode was at like a, was at 132 listens. So... Yeah, I don't know if there that's from Best Buy or what, but in the first couple of days, it was only like 20 something. So, mm -hmm. so I'll take that, but cool. Is that all you got? Rants and raves? I'm done. I'm not going to talk about it again. Rants and raves. <sighs> I wanted to rant really hard today, <laughs> um, but I'm going to rave about myself for a little bit. So in my past life, which means my adult life of this life, basically. Mm -hmm. I've been very open about when people I feel like are bad people or things that bug me, especially if they're towards me. So I have learned over time, over these last couple years, how to kind of just let it bother me, but not project how it's bothering me to the people that are bothering me i feel like i have a lot of pent-up anger like and like true animosity and hate inside of me and i think it was joe rogan who said this on one of his pockets it's like one of the more popular clips that goes across the internet reels or tiktoks or whatever he talks about people who have that or it's him or jordan peterson someone but talk about how they have that monster but they can control it right and i felt like there's times when i look back at my life like i was legit like how i would portray things or how i would just try to get someone to understand how i was feeling was like to come off as like a full-on monster like it is hell like i can 
make you want to end your life with my words type of thing. It is dangerous. And I think it might, I don't know. I started, this is why I, I fucked the horoscopes is because maybe it's a Scorpio thing and say, Hey, you got like, you're pretty chill. You're pretty calm. You kind of listen when you're around people a lot of times, like you don't really know them. So you kind of just listen, feel for the crowd or whatever like that, because you know that you got this like stinger thing on your back. That's like super deadly and poisonous. Right. I don't know. I just had this whole, I was fucked up. We're talking about horoscopes and shit, but, but I'm kind of proud of myself because over, I don't know, you know, the last few years or whatever like that, it's like, I've been able to separate myself from situations and look at it from the outside. Right. And be like, Oh, I get it a little bit more. Right. And it's some of it's kind of sad, you know, people portray their lives to be a certain way or whatever like that. But then I think if people really, they were treated the way that they treat people, then they'd be fucking, they'd be terrible. They'd be blown Mm -hmm. up about it. Right. And the other people would be like, like full on, like terrible people, whatever you want to call it. Right. And if people heard about all those things, I think they'd have a different perspective of those humans. Right. But I feel good. Cause I don't, I, there's part of me that's like, I want to fucking rage. Right. And just like expose humans mm-hmm. because I hate liars and I hate like fraudulent stuff. Right. And not like little lies, like, Yo, I'm edit- I'm gonna finish editing this podcast tonight, and uh, I fucking it's been a week. Like that's not that big of a deal. I know someone who's guilty of that, like at least a dozen times. Yeah, it's definitely the guy that's talking right now, and me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think we we recorded an episode with top five baby makers after the Super Bowl, hungover, and I still haven't finished that. Thanks, Brandon, for having the worst microphone thing. But yeah, a small small infraction. Small infraction, like in in the grand scheme of things, though. But there is so much that, like, like shit that really affects people's lives, right, and their mentals and stuff like that, and then play victim to other things. That shit bugs me, and it makes me want to just like expose shit out, right? But I've been really good about not doing that. Not just females, because that's probably what most of people are thinking about right now, but even Mm -hmm. dudes too, right? There's people. I talked to Trey about something the other day because Trey drove through Vegas and we went to dinner or whatever. And um, and I, I was telling him about some like this is one of my goals for this year. Right. And it was going to be one of my top five bold predictions, but I'm going to put it right mm-hmm. here, too, just to cap off this segment. But it's like one of my things for this year. And you know why Matt knows why he knows why is in your league. I am going to get Josh Callis to block me again on all social media platforms <laughs> and my goal is to get him to quit 58 West King. My goal in life is to ensure that Josh Callis does not want to play 58 West King fantasy football league anymore. And I don't care if it ruins everybody else's fucking friendships because that asshole can't apologize for being a shit human on social media and then acts like it's about the Cowboys. No, 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 no. I'm going to get him to quit. I just have to be really good at it at fantasy football and i'm going to have it's josh week you know if he i hope that he's in the sacco contention because every week i'll create segments on my phone and post it to the facebook page and he'll leave the facebook page so i am sorry for your friendships and stuff like that i am going to fucking make him quit one thing that bothers me about that is like you can't take a joke you joke with us about our teams 
yet you can't take it. It's like, I'm not gonna take the time to put thought into create, try to be funny, like make these jokes about my friends. Like I don't take that time, effort and energy with people I don't like. Yeah. I don't think he understands that. About what we choose to consume for entertainment. Exactly. Some of the stuff we've been blocked for is like so, so small and insignificant. Like I, it's the Dallas Cowboys. It's a football team with the one of the worst owners in the league. Come on, man. And for me, it is just the response to it, not the block, but the response that we all saw, right? That I was like, all right, fuck you, right? But I was cool with it because yeah. I'm like, I was kind of separated from the situation pretty well, right? And like in a good spot. So it didn't bug me that much, but it was like, yo, what the fuck, right? Like, that's pretty fucked up. And then over time, I think what it was, was that I think he came on your podcast and he said something about it, but he didn't apologize for what he did. He just stated something about, and he put it in, I screenshotted the polls that you put in for, are we coming back to the league? And there's something about I promise not to be get emotional about the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, that's going to be done in the fucking preseason, dog. I screenshotted that shit. So yeah, that's my goal. It's nothing really against the guy. It's just like you can give me an actual apology for saying some mm-hmm. pretty mean shit, right? Like that's not cool. And we're supposed to be friends and whatever like that. I don't I don't care. Definitely mean mean spirited. It was just straight for the jugular. It was like a jab at like, yo, this is going to hurt you because I can't take you talking about how the Cowboys suck. Well, sorry, you yeah. should be used to it your entire life. They've sucked. So a joke about football straight to addressing a man's marriage, I think yeah. is what it was. Yeah. So yeah. What the fuck? Yep. That escalated quickly, Nate. Uh, but on your on your point, you're like your your uh, your rant. Yeah. I think that if I got to rewind like five minutes to go back to what we were what you were <laughs> talking about. Sorry. I'm proud of myself for not exposing people. I don't know if I like it, but I know that they know and I know, right? And like, you'll hear it in the yep. beginning, you know, if you go back to the pre stuff before the episode, right? Before the intro music or whatever like that, that you guys heard as the listener, like that was kind of what I was thinking about is like, mm. they know it, I know it, right? I know the situation, I know the truth, they know the truth and they gotta live with that for the rest of the time, right? Like whenever something happened and, and I, this is the part where like inside of me, I feel like I have this ultra rage and hate that I like control not to do. But there's times where I'm like, I can just go off where it's like, you know, these are the things I wish happened to you. Like, let's say example, right? And this isn't real. So Spotify, don't fucking cancel me or the listeners of Spotify or Apple. But like, let's say someone caught on fire and there was a can of gas and a bunch of like fire extinguishers. I'd have a choice to make. That's just where I'm at. But I don't, I, I don't know. I'm not going to say people's names or anything like that. Right. But, and it's probably not people that anybody's thinking of. So it is what it is. Like, I just don't, I don't care, but like, I do care. It bugs me, but I'm proud of the fact that I can kind of not portray that on those individuals anymore and just deal with myself. So me personally, if I see someone on fire, this is uh, Colorado. It's very dry. We got a stage one fire ban going on. So I'm probably going to put the fire out, Nate. (laughs) Going to throw that out there. I don't own a house, damn it. I need all my (laughs) shit to burn down so I can collect that insurance and have a down payment. Yeah. I can claim all kinds of shit that I don't have. But like just just chiming in on all of that. Like I'm sure this shit existed back in the day before social media. But I think with social media, like it brings it out. Yeah. And it brings out the worst in everybody. 
so you hate to see it and that's probably where you pick it up the most right yeah. people people you leave behind right yeah they probably don't talk to you you probably wouldn't find out if not for social media yeah but because of social media and just like the artificial kind of presence or image that people want to portray um i think it's definitely adding to this yeah. making it exponentially worse yeah it's just like a way for people like gary v right you brought him up early gary v talks about how social media is just open pipes right they're empty mm -hmm. so like facebook's not to blame instagram's not to blame it's just human behavior these are humans that are dealing with stuff and how they deal with it to portray like their image to other people or whatever like that is like completely it's just what's been buried inside of people right that now you yeah. can express it a lot more so yeah i don't know proud of myself but also kind of want to rant like i don't like shitty people i don't like dishonesty i don't like i don't know just have respect for other people or treat them the way that you would want to be treated but also the way that they would want to be treated right yeah like golden and platinum rule well you're, you're making a conscious choice yeah to be a good human being or a shitty one right yeah you're, you're taking you know the latter more often yeah. than not that's a problem karma bitch no uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's enough of that anyways um I am proud of myself, though. I used to say some fucking mean shit, and I've said mean shit to my kids, too, right? That has, like, been me mm -hmm. dealing with whatever I'm dealing with. So I'm kind of happy about that. Yeah, me. Yeah. Hashtag gross dab. Proud of you. Yeah. And I'm proud of you. You're, like, three, I don't know, not three quarters. You're, like, three quarters of a half emotionally available right now. I don't know what that is. It's, like, what? That's pushing it. Give me uh, probably, like, 25%. Three-eighths. You're about three-eighths, right? Something like that, so... <laughs> All right, so before we get out of here and before we get to Banger of the Week, we're going to pay some homage to some of our friends, you know, support the friends, like you just said, Tony. So you got one I like it. Whiskey Flick podcast hosted by Terrence Dunn. Talks about movies, everything, inside, outside, upside, in left, A, B, A, B, select. I don't know how you do that or whatever like that. I never was able to do that as a kid to get Galaga on, like, Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Everything about movies, finances, castings, directors, the story behind it, whether there's books behind it and all that kind of stuff, like all kinds of crazy stuff, plots, twists, turns, and our own personal thoughts on movies. We might be on there here within a month, Tony, you and me, we might debate something. Or we, we should do a debate episode. It's coming up quick. I, Terrence mentioned this movie, Friday Lights or something, Night Night Fridays. Fuck up. That might be the movie. I'm God not sure. Damn it. Not Friday sure Night Lights. About. I don't know what that is. Are you so. Swear to God. Swear to God. It's weird he's talking about that. You just said you were going to marry God. So you better not lie. I don't, I just talked about lying. You don't know the movie Friday Night Lights? You never watched it? I'll have to watch it. I'll have to rent it uh, at Blockbuster. and, and uh, Jesus Christ. And watch it before we talk about it. You don't know about Bowie Miles? Oh, my God. The quarterback is the kid from Tokyo Drift, Gaijin. Billy Bob Thornton's the head coach of the Permian Panthers. Odessa, Texas. Oh, God. I have no idea what you're talking about right now, Nate. John Riggins is in the in the show, too. Oh, my gosh. And that's He's from the Friday Night Lights show. I think Tim McGraw's in it. They have a show? This is a show, too? Now I'm confused. Oh, dude. Friday Night Lights, the TV show? That's the one you got to watch, man. That is the best television show of all time. So. Yeah. Anyways, we might we're gonna have to talk about that. You're gonna have to sit there and watch the damn movie because you're uncultured swine. And oh my god, I don't even. 
You got a fucking podcast too for some reason now. 58 West King podcast. What do you guys got going on over there? I have one now. This has been out for years. I don't even want to fucking talk about it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny. Like, I don't know. I don't know if you saw in the the Facebook post we had about like the draft pick and listen to the episode, but Wayne eventually did listen to it. He's like, for your first guy's episode, I have some feedback for you. (laughs) You need to get to the point faster. And then Matt's like, first episode, this is episode 150. (laughs) I think Wayne said like, you guys have been doing this that long. And you still suck at it. I thought that was really funny. Thanks, Wayne. He's listening out of his right eye. He doesn't know. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, we have a show. Uh, You can find it. Apple, Spotify, pretty much everywhere. Uh, We talk football. We talk uh, our home league. So it was created mostly for the same reason. uh, Reasons Nate created his league. Kind of get the the managers to know each other. Right. We have guys from New Mexico, Colorado, a couple East Coast guys. We got some California guys, uh, Josh, Matt, and myself, who started the league years ago, 2008 or nine. We're going on year 14, so just trying to bring everybody together, just a chance to talk football, be silly. I don't know. It's a lot of fun. Obviously, we've done 150 plus times, so yeah. go check us out. Can you guys continue the 1990s nostalgia? That's a segment I still have loaded. We have yeah. like, I think like 20, 25 episodes in total. Nice. Are you? Did you like it though? Yeah, I liked it, man. I liked it. I think I was on one of them where we were talking about TV shows and all that, like our favorite yeah. ones or whatever like that. So you want in on the next one? Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm down. So we can record it uh, solo. Just meet you and I and uh, we can get that out probably before this episode drops. <laughs> Damn, I'm right here. At least you're honest <laughs> with me and say it to my face and you don't like talk about it later on. Yeah. I got to find out when I download your stream yard. So <laughs> you download your recordings and listen to it before it comes out. How many, how many of those do you grab? Do you grab all of them? No. Usually I'll go through and I'll, I might see somebody's right. And I'm like, oh, I'm like that's not out or whatever. Right. And yeah, I'll see when it was recorded and I'll like I'll download it and I'll just kind of skim like through the video. Um, so mostly I'm just trying to see what people I don't are like you listening to our content before it goes public. It's not even a, it's not even about listening to what you guys actually say for the episode pieces. It's the stuff before and after. That's where the juice I was gonna is. Say, <laughs> it's the shit we edit out the stuff. Yeah, we're talking about before the show starts. <laughs> I don't like you in our studio. This is not. Okay, I. We're moving to Zoom. You can get your own. You can get your own studio. So, you don't want to do Zoom. That shit was oh, terrible. So bad. <laughs> the quality is so much yeah. better here. Anyways, go check out Terrence and Tony's podcast, the Whiskey Flick Podcast, where you can get everything you want about movies, and you can even call into that that show. Also, and they got a hotline and everything like that. Go listen to one of those and get on that hotline, and then. Uh, Tony's podcast with him and Matt, Video Whisking Podcast. So that's fun stuff. Um, they even got uh, Adam Rank coming onto their show 55 episodes ago. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> he joked about that, but fuck Adam Rank. <laughs> we did a, a cameo. He has an intro you'll hear every now and then on our show. And nice, he emailed me nice. and like we were going to have him on twice, two times. And yeah. he's Adam Rank. He's busy, man. So it is what it is. That is cool, though, that you guys are in contact with them. So. I've got the emails. I've got the transcripts to prove it, all right? All right, so let's get the hell out of here because uh, last time you challenged me to get under an hour, and this time I thought we were going to be under an hour. I was like, oh, no. I don't have extra shit to talk about. And no, we can't do it. We're like on an hour and a half right now or something like that. So anyways, banger of the week. It has to pertain to everything we talked about today. So whether you're looking at our hot takes and you're like, holy crap, I can just 
you know, set these guys afire and pour the gas on them or just not put them out also because their takes are terrible. Whether you're into fucking tarot cards or horoscopes and you're not into God, you're division winners, you believe that the Bengals are some type of decent team in the NFL or, you know, anything like that, or you're like a Cowboys fan and you're still saying this is our year. You know, this is a song that could pertain to you, it pertains to like our rants and raves and stuff like that too, especially mine. You know, Kanye in this song says, might go to jail tonight, basically. So that's a pretty cool part, as long as you pay my bail. So I think that we have a good enough friendship here that, Tony, you'd pay my bail. Um, I mean, probably it, not, I think but. it kind of depends, right? I'm not going to say, yes, I would pay your bail regardless. Like, if you light someone on fire, I'm probably not paying that bail. That's murder, Nate. But what if, what if it was a 5-6? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, this song, Rihanna, Kanye West, Paul McCartney, four or five seconds from Wildland. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. I think I've had enough. I might get a little drunk. I say what's on my mind. I might do a little time. All of my kindness is taken for weakness. Now I'm four, five seconds from wildin', and we got three more days till Friday. I'm just trying to make it back home by Monday morning. I swear I wish somebody would tell me, ooh, that's all I want. Woke up and I. Sun was shining, I'm positive Then I heard you was talking trash Hold me back, I'm about to spaz Yeah, I'm about four or five seconds from Wiley And we got three more days till Friday I'm trying to make it back home by Monday jail tonight promise you'll pay my bail see they wanna buy my pride but that just ain't up for sale see all of my kindness mm-hmm, is taken for weakness now I'm four or five seconds from wilding
right.